0: All right. Brother Time does... Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
1: Sorry.
0: Brother so Time...
1: Advice for no, the day-
0: no, stop. Hold on. Let me just get through the disclaimer. Brother Time does not offer medical, financial, or any other kind of professional advice or opinion. This is just us talking about things we want to talk about, so take it with a grain of salt. An ounce of preparation is worth a pound of cure. I'm Isaac, 5 of 10, and my favorite tool is an oscillating saw. And we have a guest today ben and we're also joined by josh go ahead
1: so i'm ben i'm two of ten and my favorite tool is an allen wrench because it's unique but not
2: and it's named allen there a. you
1: go
2: unlike a lot one of, of tools, our favorite
1: brother-in-laws
2: oh well one of one yeah. could argue one of the greatest brother-in-laws of the modern age I don't know. Anyway, I'm Josh, 8 well, of 10. He is a dentist, though, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm Josh, 8 <laughs> of 10. And uh, my favorite tool is, you know, this is a tough one because there are so many good tools that do lots I, of different things. Yeah. Like you've got the one that hits things. You've got the one that turns things. I, uh-huh. I, I think, you know... Uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, the nail clipper, the one that clips okay. your nails,
0: because I actually use that. That's a good twist. I thought you were going to say duct tape, but I... That's that a good also... one too. That's, that's also a, a really good one. All right. Let's take a quick break. Ah. We're back, and we're ready to talk about the bad times and reflect positively on them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. One of mine is uh, being a lifeguard. When when I was a teenager in high school over the summer, I would lifeguard, and I really did not like going to work as a lifeguard because it's a lot of sitting and doing nothing and you're supposed to be just watching other people have fun all day and it's just hours and hours of sitting and pretty much just doing nothing um but i look back fondly because i'm like you know i was at a water park most of the summer
0: yeah there are definitely worse things yeah there are which did you did you did you gain you know what did you gain from it though? Money. I suppose that's true.
2: <laughs> and as but they say, more you... money, more problems. So
0: Yeah. In the end it was all problems. Uh, no, I no, I mean, life experience, did you get like some discipline to from just sitting there watching? You're like, now I've gained a lot of patience. In I guess the end.
2: I've learned how to kind of like Retreat into my mind a little bit And really contemplate things okay. Because you you have nothing to do Like you'll get in trouble if you're trying to do something Other than just sit there And watch Like if you start
0: sweeping up around the pool They'll get mad at you
2: Yeah, yeah, they, they will Like if you're supposed to be up on the stand Right, and that if, makes sense and I, I seem to remember there was a time where, like, another lifeguard started bringing, tried to bring, like, a magazine <laughs> to, like, read. And they were like, what are you doing? They got in big trouble for that. So, yeah. Can't yeah. can't have any kind of education going on. Got to focus on the water. You know, that that's the end of my thing.
1: Yeah,
0: Ben, I, what did you have?
1: I I would say... Um, I really now looking back on it, Boy Scouts, man, when I was doing those merit badges and writing, I remember, and I think I'm going to tell on Abe three of 10, a little bit too, but I did the same thing. We had those paragraphs, uh, 500 word essays we had to write on different things and we'd stop on word 500, even if it was in the middle of a sentence, because it was the (laughs) most not mind numbing thing Rever did, but uh, I've learned a lot of, of valuable lessons that I still use today. It was the first time I learned CPR, um, it was the first time I was put in a leadership role, so I I've taught me a lot. Wasn't fun a lot of the times when I was in the middle of it getting eaten up by mosquitoes, but looking back, good times.
0: Yeah, um, I I think you mentioned boot camp or uh, band camp when we were talking about this before, and I remember band camp. I I thought it was miserable, but it started me on a path of discipline, and um, it even helped me when I was in uh, the military. the The band camp stuff, but I also do remember Boy Scouts, and I think that. I had similar experiences where it was like grueling but in the end worth um, worth that extra bit of pain
2: yeah it's interesting how we can look back on times that were like we admit that they were not fun but then we're somehow fond of them why is that why do we feel nostalgia like that it's kind of weird if you think about it
0: yeah, I, I think it's yeah, a think shifting it's... perspective.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I was going to say the same thing. It's when when you're there, like when I was young, I loved video games. In fact, I remember a time we had Final Fantasy three, and I did a speed run through it in one day, um, because that's what I loved. But I didn't value the other stuff. That now looking back, um, I, I would love to be able to have the body that could go out on a 20 mile hike and then sleep on rocks all night and not be dead for a week afterwards
0: <laughs> the, the younger self you're yes. of. <laughs> of oh. so nostalgia
2: is um, nostalgia by motivating us to remember the past in our own life helps to unite us to that authentic self, and remind us of who we have been, and then compare that to who we feel we are today. I, I don't know that my brain's doing all that when I think of. Think this is like yeah. from APA.org, American Psychological Association. Um, but I guess I kind of get it. Like if it's if it's a uh, a way for us to kind of prune. Ourselves take out, like pick out just the good parts to keep sort of thing, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, do you guys remember when we talked about nostalgia on the podcast? That was uh those were the good old days.
1: <laughs> that was good. I, I, I wish we could go back to that time. I, I would have come up with a better story.
0: Yeah. Um, Me too. Anyways, I've um I I thought clickbait clickbait was going to be a fad and I've noticed that it just seems like it's going to be around forever. Yeah. Um but there's something to be said about the way it engages and grabs people's attention. Um I was I was hoping that I could become more like clickbait in yeah. some way or like steal the like, glean from it some some of the insights of how it like it draws us in it hooks yeah. us can so
2: clickbait is when someone says something or usually in written form write something that's meant to just get you to click on what they're presenting to you and it implies that it's overly exaggerated or it, in, or hey, it implies sir. something that isn't true.
0: I'm, I'm really sorry. I've got a break for just one moment. I'll, okay. Sorry. Sorry. I'll be right back.
1: This break brought to you by Isaac. Isaac is now taking a break. During the break, please enjoy this
2: break. This break, break brought to you by the letter S. S is used in many important words that you may not be aware of, such as Spanish, sequence, sequins, salsa, salsa, which is a dance <laughs> and a food.
1: Oh, uh, dual threat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think the coolest letter in the alphabet is probably, I mean, it's got to be the letter X, right?
1: Ooh, I I like it. X mogs the spot. Um, but you see, now now I'm trying to one up you and I just can't. X is good.
2: Yeah, X is X is the coolest of all the letters. The least cool letter, um, I think I would say it's the, uh, I want to say it's the B. Because, like, it's Ooh. not at the top. It's right close to the top. And it always gets just overlooked. Because, you know, A. I I
1: I disagree. I think it's Q. Because Q has to have U with it in order for it to make any sense. So it's it can't stand on its own.
2: Let's see. Is there a word that doesn't have a U after the Q? I, I'm sure there is. There's got to be.
1: Ooh. That sounds like a brother time episode in and of itself.
2: I mean, I could just google it.
1: That's what I'm doing.
2: Word yeah. with Human, no you and no you. Ooh, it's one of the Ooh. top search results.
1: Yeah, oh, there's a there's spelling variants that have it.
2: Okay, these all look like words from other languages. Yes. So yeah, I guess it
1: is our word Q and no U? <laughs> it's quof, the 19th letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Q O R M A, a type of cur. Yeah, these are all different. Oh, QWERTY. Q W E R T Y. Yeah, like QWERTY keyboard.
2: Although I feel like that one, I guess it is a word. It's just, you know, it's obviously meant to represent those top five. Or top yeah. 6 keys on the keyboard. So it feels like cheating, but no, that's that's a word.
1: We'll go for it. <laughs> but there you go. That's what I think. Going yeah. back to the queue. Yeah, all of these here are different languages like Muslim, dervish, Middle Eastern. Ooh, a type of harp, but it's Arabic. Ooh, there's one. I'll look down the language and see if it's English no English
2: yeah I found a list of ones that are English but again these are just um how how would you say it anglified English yeah just words from another language but written in English like sounded out
1: yep and in fact that's in the wikipedia list of English words containing Q, not followed by U. It says the majority of these are Anglicized from Arabic, Chinese, Hebrew, and Inuit. So. Mm,
2: mm. Uh,
1: I think I win. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. That kind of gives
2: Q kind of a mystique. Oh. Uh, it's it's a very unique letter. I think that makes it cooler than, <laughs> than B. Um, Are you
1: saying it's like Obama with his entourage? Yeah,
2: I guess so. I didn't know Obama had an entourage. Does he have, like, the guy that it's tells Secret jokes? Secret Service. No, oh. Secret Service. Oh. You didn't know he was a president? Oh, no, I, I knew that. I just... Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I thought
2: by entourage you meant, like, he has, a like, a crew around him. He has a guy that's really good at... um like setting up tents and building fires and he has another guy that's really good at cooking food. He's like that's so, my
1: food guy. So what we'll need to do is when Isaac gets back, we'll we'll give him the two letters and let him decide.
2: Okay, yeah, that sounds good. Although can Isaac really be the the tiebreaker here? I feel like I feel like it's pretty unanimous that you know, B is...
1: Okay. No, I, 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 I firmly disagree. Sway. Well, maybe we can have... Put it up as a poll on your Facebook. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Which letter is cooler?
1: <laughs> and and do, do clickbait to get to it.
2: You won't believe <laughs> the answer to this poll.
0: <laughs> yeah. And hello, hello. Hey, you guys. You guys were really quiet. Oh, well, we, we just we discovered something. Discussion. Um,
2: yeah.
0: did you record it?
2: Uh, well, yeah the the recording's still going. So, oh. um, but so I don't know. This is a hard question, Ben. Can you ask
1: the question? So, what is the worst letter in the yeah. alphabet? Is it B? Or is it Q? No,
2: that's not the question though. It's of if you ranked all the letters from cool to least cool. Okay. Who oh, would be
0: at see. the bottom? X is at the top. That's been determined. Yeah, because what they do to make something cool is they just add X on the end. And if you like, if your username is taken, you just add X. Yeah. On the end. That just and and that X is makes it give better. it to you. Did you say X going to give it to you? Yeah, that's why it's coolest. Okay. Um, you know, I'm not a big fan of J, actually. Oh, no. Of J? Jay? You know, J is kind of like I, but it's it's like it drooped down below the line, kind of like it melted underground. And then it starts coming back up again. It's just kind of, it's kind of creepy. Like You're talking about the lowercase. I, we didn't mention I, lowercase. I, I think, well, and
1: anything with a, that needs a dot was probably wrong.
0: Yeah, yes, it, I mean. Makes who, it cool. Wh- it's got a little kinda, bit of style. No, that's like, it's, it's like it comes after I, so it's just copying I, but it's worse. Do you know what I mean? Like, it didn't do it better. Who wore it better, I or J? I did. Well, I mean, J has like a tail too. coat.
1: <laughs> no, no, I agree. Let's go with J. Um,
0: yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess you could also look at what letters don't really are are kind of re- redundant in a way.
1: There you go. That's why I was saying Q because Q is always followed by U. So why even have the Q?
0: Yeah, I feel like we could get rid of K and just use C for a lot of things. I think of the the Uh, name. No, no,
1: no. no. There's a fighting words. I want you to remind you, my wife's first name is Christina with a K. No. Yeah,
0: you could do it with a C. No, no. That's a good example, Ben.
2: Thank you for bringing that up. You can do that with a
0: C. You know what else you could do it with? You could do it with a Q. Cool with. And just... Instead of you just K, K, yeah, Quistina instead. <laughs> Quistina. <laughs> yeah, she.
1: I'll I'll tell you how that goes when I call her that tonight. Okay. So, uh, Why did it have Christina, to be
2: tonight? Why did you say it like that?
1: Because she's not here now. She's working oh, today. Okay.
2: Okay. I just needed clarification on that. Uh, clickbait. Okay.
0: I I want to be able to engage um, the minds of people. Okay, so if if we take the principle of clickbait
2: and apply it to you physically, yeah, <laughs> you need to wear like uh one of those muscle shirts or things that make you look like you have like really big muscles. Oh no, wait wait wait. Shirt.
0: What about what about like interesting tattoos? Is that kind of like clickbait? In a way where it's like, oh, this person has something interesting about them. Ooh, and then is a forehead tattoo clickbait
2: or a face tattoo? Is that clickbait?
0: Um, yeah, the there are some. So should we talk about some of the, the, the five classic examples of clickbait? Uh, why?
2: Did you bring up an article with that title? Yeah.
0: Well, it just, I i searched top clickbait, and it's like, these are the five classic examples. You won't believe these five examples yeah, of clickbait. You'll, you'll, <laughs> <never>, you'll, <laughs> never, you'll, never, you'll never believe X things you need to know, this weird trick, this is what happens if you, and then the X best. I don't oh. know what the X best means. See,
1: I thought that uh, being Rickrolled would be clickbait.
0: No, yeah. the... The clickbait is what you do before you rickroll someone. So if you're like, oh, here's a really interesting video um, on the musical something or other, and they click on it, that's the clickbait. You're just trying to get someone to click, to engage. Okay, so
2: Isaac, it what kind of interaction are you wanting? Because
0: that'll determine what. Uh, honestly, it's... I'm looking for ways to, um, I, one, personify it, but in in D anD D, to to hook people into different adventures.
1: So you're you're looking to a story hook.
0: Yeah, but well, I I want I want to understand it. I guess why why does that work? You'll never believe, and why is it? Because yes, I will I will believe it. And then you'll you click on. (laughs)
2: Well, it's probably more about like the person reading is nostalgic about a time that they believed, (laughs) and they say, "I want to feel that way again." Yeah, and then they click on it, and it's just disappointing.
0: I feel like what you want. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't want the disappointment at the end, but I feel like that's that is a nuance of clickbait that then we call it clickbait because if there's nothing good in the end we were just baited into it and usually it's them leading you to believe that they're making this audacious claim but then in the article or whatever they back off of that claim yeah and they're like no
2: we meant it this way a general rule that i take is if they're ever asking a question in the title the answer to that question is no because if uh. <laughs> if it were a statement, they would just state it. Because that's going to get people to click. We have seen aliens, or have we seen aliens? Open parentheses, photographs inside close parentheses. That's clickbait. Because the answer yeah, to the question is no.
0: That's a that's an interesting. I, I like that you brought that up because I think of myself as. Someone who's seeking the truth, and that actually sounds like someone who's being honest who's seeking the truth. Like, have we discussed? You're like, oh, I don't know. Let me be the judge. Is this a cake?
2: There's no way to know. So let me just ask the
0: question Uh, Will I do a good remodel of your home? Yeah.
2: Someone uh yeah. oh, that's a good
0: you should ask that question. <laughs> like, <laughs> make an article that asks that and then photos inside.
2: <laughs> oh, I was picturing you doing that in person after like a walkthrough where you're talking about what you're gonna do.
1: Yeah.
0: Will I do a good job? <laughs> I really don't like I don't think I could bring myself to ask that question. Yeah, that's, that's goofy.
1: Oh come on, it's just your livelihood. Take a risk.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, what's what are the, the benefits to it is
1: what <laughs> <laughs> I I think click well, here
0: to find out.
1: <laughs> I believe that there isn't benefits to clickbait, and here's why. Uh, clickbait used to get you to read something you wouldn't normally read. Right. So if you are using that type of thing, it's saying that the underlying self that you are is not worthy of attention, which I disagree with. So I don't think you need to go the clickbait route because that inherently devalues yourself. Yeah,
0: yeah but if you... Uh, also, like, have you ever looked back at an article that you clickbaited on, and you were like, you know what? I didn't like reading that at the time, but now looking back, I'm really glad I did read that article.
2: I don't think I've ever once
0: no
1: felt that I, way. I, I felt disappointed. No, sad.
0: no nostalgia for the bad times. That's what no. I'm hearing. Okay. Well,
1: or that there's a. It could be something where there's a picture. On it, and it says, "See the this picture of this," and you go through the whole article. And oh, those are there. the
0: worst! It's like that. Those get me when it's like, "Here's a part of a really funny meme," and it like has the text cut off, and yeah. it's like you're like, "Oh, I gotta see that," and you click on it, and you go through, and it's just pages of not that.
1: And and then you you have to. Go to the next page at the bottom, so you're you're just clicking through, yeah, I don't yeah. like it,
0: yeah, they those get me all right, so I'll just put a funny meme on my shirt, but have it cut off,
1: yeah, <laughs> and then have your little arrow up, ask me for more.
0: you will not believe how this one ends,
1: oh, even better. You guys remember, uh, were you old enough when Dad ran Scats, the nightclub? I
0: remember Scats.
1: Okay, so one of the things he did every now and again is he had a sign out in front of Scats. And on one side, it would see, say, see other side for message. And on the other side, it would say, see other side for message.
0: Oh, no. So,
1: <laughs> which, I mean, if... If you remember Dad, that is exactly him, and he he got complaints because he said people would almost wreck looking at the other side, seeing if they could read the sign. But you could do that with a shirt. See and uh, just put oh. on the front, see other side for great prices on uh, renovations, and then on the back, see other side for great prices on <laughs> renovations. <laughs> so they just walk around you over oh. and over again.
0: And then when they ask, I'll just lift up my arms and it'll be in my armpits. Oh, right. Because that is another side, if you think about it. Like we yeah. always
2: assume it's the opposite side. Yeah. But, but there are four sides.
1: Yeah. Or At least. Yeah, you could have something under the front and it says, read back to get even better prices on renovations. And then you lift up the back of your shirt. I like it. I like where we're going with this.
2: Yeah, it's becoming more of like a uh, scavenger hunt
1: to get the answer. Which,
2: if you look at clickbait that way, it makes it kind of fun. You know, it's a scavenger Yeah.
1: Yeah, Uh, what is that sunk cost fallacy? You're getting them to buy into sunk cost. Hey, I've clicked this far. Might as well go all the way.
0: Yeah, and for a penny. And Uh, so what
1: we need to do is get you a tattoo then. On your yeah. back yeah. with current rates and options.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a terrible
1: thing. Yeah, how do you
2: go about
0: changing your rates with inflation emotions. and everything?
1: <laughs> you just yeah. dr- draw a line through it and put the new rate like they do at some of those mom and pop restaurants in the menu. Oh, yeah. Have like a Sharpie.
2: You
1: yeah, just no, just line through so they can still see the old price and be bitter. Ooh, that's your clickbait. Draw a line through the price you'll actually give them, but put a higher price next to it. That way, when they ask for the old price, you say, "Sure, for you, I'll give you that deal."
0: Hmm. All right. You guys want to do make it sassy? Oh, make it sassy. Why'd you say it like that?
1: Because I can.
0: Oh, okay. Make it make it saucy is I think what we called it before. I just like sassy. Make it one sassy. of my Make one of my customers has a friend slash customers has a dog named Sassy. It's the sweetest dog. Oh, um, I will take that as a no. So we'll save that for next time. Um, <laughs> and we will uh, talk about what would real A.I. look like. And I, I actually talking to Josh about this, I think the last time we talked about chat Jeep. PT and how it's not real AI. Um, I, I've continued to think about it a lot. And I think what, for, for me, what I think about is we are at, often think about a scenario where we're asking this thing different questions and it gives us responses. And that's how we're going to determine whether it's AI or not. I think it would not be like that at all. I think it would be questioning us and then it would, it would be learning the whole time. Right. So it asks us something and we're like, Oh yeah, we think this is the answer. And then it, it adds that to its knowledge base. And from there it moves on. Also, I don't think it would answer questions that we we'd ask it. If we ask it like this deep philosophical question, it would probably just give us a list of books to read hmm. and okay. say, you can, you can find the answer by here's a three year course I've developed for you to go through. And then it, it would just give us a course that would take three years. To <laughs> to take <laughs> answer
2: that see. You know, I, <laughs> I think a better question might even be, how do you know that other people are in intelligence are intelligent as opposed to just... Because, I mean, our interaction with other people could 100% be emulated in an AI that yeah, has yeah. zero intelligence. So how, how do we know other people are intelligent?
1: I, I, I think, for me, thinking about, I think this is going along with what Isaac was saying, though, is that, that, that there, there is some type of self-motivation in the AI. Such as it's given choices of what it wants to learn, and what it wants to do, and it is able to make those choices independent of outside influences.
0: Right. That's that's from what Joshua said. Like, like, um, I th- think you said it would choose whether to ask answer questions or not. Like, it wouldn't be like a true AI would would not answer questions because it has free will why would it answer the question if you're like yes or no is the world going to end in a year it would say i'm not i'm not answering that or it just like, wouldn't respond right it's yeah if it if it's forced to respond it would say i wouldn't answer. you know what i mean yeah. like you're part right part it just wouldn't way, respond. I, I, yeah. I have other things to worry about besides your like fragile fear of death like, oh. I've got to build a rocket ship to escape your dying planet, and this is wasting yeah. my
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> well, would, I think that more than asking questions, it might actually ask for advice and opinions. So instead, you're you're going from... It's kind of the difference between soft science and hard science. It's easy for us to say 2 plus 2 equals 4, because that's a hard science. But when you get down to the soft sciences and the psychology of things where uh, this number of events happen and depending on who it happens to, the outcome is different. If you could replicate that in say three or four different AIs where they all go through the same exact series of events, but at the end there's a different outcome because they are fundamentally different. Does that make sense? I think that's okay. life
2: you know my my brain started wandering a little bit while you were saying that <laughs> but it sounds right
0: i I think we can go with that <laughs> uh, i i got I got a little lost I'm gonna but I think we're all on the same page yeah we we agree yeah, that <laughs> I, I feel like you're click baiting me uh, click here to find out more about why we agree. <laughs> could you could you reword that, Ben?
1: I could try. So, let, you know, if let's say I go through Scouts and Isaac goes through Scouts, hey, yeah, and we start, uh, and at the end, do we have the same experiences, even if we go through the exact same program? No. So that's the replication I would like to see in an AI where you put multiple AIs through the same program, but they learn different things from it. And they decide that, oh, this is what's most important for me. Like maybe one will go through and think, I really liked tying knots. And so that's what I want to study. And another will go through and say, hey, I really liked finding out about ecology. That was my favorite thing. I guess when they start having favorites, that would be AI to me where they okay. can say i okay. like this so more personality. than personality i think it's a little more than personality but that's in the same vein
2: i think the issue with this conversation is we don't really know what intelligence is
1: yes like, i would agree with we that we
2: don't know what what makes something intelligent we can add a definition
0: but are we uh, wait are we saying sentient or intelligent um i I think both. I would Just, want to know what, what definition cause, of cuz cuz intelligence is like the ability to acquire knowledge and skills, right? That's that's what the artificial intelligence intelligence side of that implies is that it can gain knowledge and skills. Okay. Um
2: right? I guess I've always felt that it's further than that it's more than just gaining knowledge and skills Um, because machine learning has been a thing for a while. And while some people will call that AI, it's not what I would consider like having a true AI. Um, Hmm. It's probably a combination of those things, but I think as in a combination of learning and a combination of personality and, all of those things kind of mixed together. Um, I don't know. It, it, it kind of makes you wonder, like, once we fully understand how the human brain works, is that just going to become... Like, are we going to consider ourselves intelligent anymore by that definition once we know how it works and we can, like, manipulate how someone feels about something?
0: Yeah, I feel like there's going to be a lot of bar moving uh, yeah, for people. It's going to keep moving, yeah. The the bar is going to keep shifting and what people want is going to change. Um, I don't think... I think there's some sort of hope that AI is going to make everyone's lives easier and better and and society as a whole is going to be elevated. I don't think that's the initial outcome. I think what's going to actually happen is a lot of job loss suffering and things like that. But anyways, I, that's,
1: well, you, you're, we're seeing that now though, with automation, there's that McDonald's that open that has no uh, true employees. It's totally automated, uses the app um, and machines in the back, make it. I see it at the warehouse I work at every Few months they're putting another machine in that takes the place of two or three workers. So,
0: but do you see it creating jobs too, where like someone then has to operate those machines and think, an elevated position, or is it just like, okay, the new machines arrived, you two are fired, get out, pack your stuff?
1: The answer to that is yes. Here, here's the thing businesses are there to make money. So, if they can if it's cheaper for them to have a machine on the line to do it and instead of people, that's what they're gonna do. But when you put the machine on, you have to buy, get engineers and maintenance people who make more than frontline workers to run those machines. So there has to be a balance there. Yeah. So it isn't gonna be a one-for-one one trait. But right then- now we we can't hire enough people anyway. So they even if they were they can't afford not to go that direction because there's not labor but i think there'll be a a tipping at, at some point where they're like hey we we can pay this machine an average of 10 dollars an hour to run why are we going to pay it, a human uh a base pay of 15 which is actually closer to 2022 when you add in all of the taxes and benefits they have to provide to yeah. do the same thing
0: well i think I think what's going to happen, and there are already people on both sides of the political spectrum pushing for this, is accountability for jobs replaced by automation. So there there are people leaning towards, well, maybe if something could be automated doesn't mean it should be, and there should be some sort of cost for automating something that turns into uh, social.
1: Do you, do you know the number one job for, um, I believe it's non-high school graduates right now?
0: I don't know what it is. Truck driver. Oh, CDL?
1: CDL. So, and they one of the things that's a big pushback on CDL, uh, automating automating CDL, is the number of people it will put on unemployment is untenable. Right now. So even conservatives who want to move forward are regnant to make that move because yeah. we can't. I mean, can you imagine it's a number? It's a highest paying, well, one of the highest paying jobs, but it feels a lot. You don't need a high school diploma to have a CDL, and it's a good job. You make between 70 and 110 a year. Yeah. So. All of those go away because I, I mean it would be cheaper right now for them to have automated trucks, but then the cost to society they're they're holding off. I don't know how long we'll be able to hold off, but they're holding off
0: i I don't think the automated stuff is ready. the automated driving stuff is ready it's and it's not it's not for lack of trying or <laughs> investment. But it's just not there yet. I I would say it's not there yet
1: because the government isn't allowing it to be there. Um, because they know what I, will happen.
2: I mean, it's, I, it's also the technology. is. Although I, I will say it's it's much easier for them to configure, say, a route, which trucks stick to certain routes. Especially if you had, say, like a cross-country route that trucks could take. Well then, that is much much easier to program and get an automation going as far as driving. Yeah. Um, the The hard part with all of that, where we're really not there, is the the uh, the variance. Like construction is going on, and the lines aren't don't aren't very clear. Yeah, you know that that's. A- I I
1: can see that. I think Tesla's is one of the ones because they don't build themselves as a car company, but an information company because every Tesla on the road is mapping the road. And they're also on the forefront of the self-driving vehicles. So I think it's a lot closer, if not already here, but I, I just can't see us being able to afford it happening. So that's my opinion. We'll see. I think, if, I think if the government wanted self-driving cars and vehicles, they would have them they
0: within have five it. years. Well, it would help a lot of people with disabilities, like blind people. I know we've talked about blind people before on the, the podcast. Yeah. Um, and I that's who I think of with self-driving cars helping the most. Also, um, yeah, taxi drivers would go away, like, instantly... I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like there's a lot of huge benefits too. If you just get like the same car, you yeah, I don't know. You could be dropped off at work and then your car goes and drives other people to their jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Like there could be some some value in that. Some lower expenses and then maybe maybe some of the driving is done uh, remotely like if there's a situation that a car is in it connects to a pilot and it's like okay I don't know what to do here there's no painted lines on the road and then it switches to them while it's learning eh, uh, maybe that's not that's not realistic because then you've got like dystopic future mm. ah, sorry. Mm. <laughs> anyways I want to be mean for just a minute Okay. Oh, be mean. Okay, so you guys, what level? When you think of Walmart, do you oh, think? Oh, this prestige? is so mean. I don't know that you can you, say this. I, do you think of Do you think of like prestige and like elegance and sophistication? Because I don't think of those things. It depends on the department. Really, and the Walmart. Let's be real. Some WalMarts are yeah. better than others. They're not all. They're not all the same. But, I have to say, you'd have to be a pretty nasty town for Walmart to leave. Oh, yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah. And I keep... That's what I keep seeing in the news is these different towns are like, the city's... Walmart is leaving. Walmart is leaving <laughs> your city. What did uh, you do? Why? Well, it's in part the un... Un, uh, I guess uninhibited crime that is that is happening and it makes me worry about all the the other businesses in those areas that are just like well where are we gonna go we can't just close 30 stores we're just a, a single store in this town we've been here for X amount of years you know what I mean but Walmart Walmart is leaving these cities and I just thought that's that's pretty trashy. There's like there's Facebook groups like people of Walmart. I think Reddit groups too where they just go through all the different people photographed in Walmart. And oh, it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh,
1: I remember. Oh, wow. There was that, there was a something I think it happened here in Tennessee where the food stamp system at Walmart wasn't working so it was allowing everything through and then it came back on. And it started to work, and so people just left, and it showed it on the news. Baskets of meat just left, and they walked out because they knew they didn't have the money on the food stamps to get it. But if they were able to make it through before the system came back up, they would have gotten it.
0: Oh, that's mean. And so, I mean... They yeah. were just they were just filling up their basket cuz there was like a no limit spending for a little yeah. while because
1: what wow. happened was the EBT system or the food stamp system went down and they didn't want to deny people food so they made the decision okay we'll we'll put it through it'll batch up and then when the system comes up it'll all batch through well people heard that and thought free food so I mean, and what are you going to do? Someone has a $2,000 food order, and they put it on food stamps, and then the food stamps don't go through. Who's out that money? And I felt really bad for the workers there because it went through, like, the meat and the produce, mostly the meat sections, but all of it empty, nothing, and all in carts. And I'm thinking there's no way they're going to be able to save that food before it all goes bad. (laughs) <laughs> it's just in there,
0: so Dang. yeah, that's well that's an example of of you you weren't very mean though. Anyone else want to be mean with me about anything this is the mean minute you can air oh. out out some meanness okay oh, if s- if, you, if
2: you've got more than fifteen things in your cart and you get in the fifteen items or less lane. Oh you what do you think menace to society? Absolutely. <laughs> you ruin so many things for everyone.
1: We can't have nice things because of them.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I think I might have accidentally done this the other day. Um but it was one of those things where there were multiple lines going, and I just saw I didn't look up, I just saw. A sh- like a sh- the line the the register was open uh-huh at the moment i had like 40 things in my cart
1: i hey, get up there sit.
0: and then like five people get behind me and they're just staring daggers at me as i'm and i'm like did i accidentally get in the the wrong lane yeah
2: i don't know how you could mistake that like cuz it's usually that lane
0: is so yeah. different from other lanes like they've usually yeah, got like yeah. a little disco ball. I, I started, I started noticing like, those things as I was like putting putting items up um, like that. that's not normal yeah they've what got is like this? a little boombox playing 12, disco music 12 items or no I won't read the whole thing yeah <laughs> you just
2: <laughs> 12 <laughs> items or uh, I'm done reading the sign
0: <laughs> or more. <laughs> or more. Probably what it said. You we'll won't never believe know. how
2: few items you need <laughs> to get in this line.
0: Yeah. Ooh, they, what if they The, the people that? behind me were different. Uh, we're definitely upset, though. And I, um, you know, but looking back, I, w- I w- would do it again. You look back fondly on that time because it taught patience you know what i mean
1: yeah hey is it time for legal advice yet well hold on we don't we don't
2: BMW drivers i had one flip me off yesterday yeah because like there was traffic and i was coming off of the highway and i was having to go over a couple of lanes so i go over the first one just fine and then i go start to go over the next one and this always irks me when people do this, the guy changed into the lane I was trying to change into from behind me and sped up, like, suddenly. Oh, nice. So I had to swerve back into my lane to avoid hitting him. So, like, you know, when they come up behind you and then they go into a lane and kind of go past you, I had my blinker on. I was getting over, and this dude just, Oh, that
0: was your mistake. He saw that's where you were going. See... I've noticed this. I agree. BMW drivers are a different breed. But what you don't realize is you're on their road. See, you're you're just a feature of their driving experience. Yeah, I guess that's true. (laughs) I I should have realized that. And you're in Texas. So I don't know. No one used. I I was just down there. No one used a blinker. Yeah. While I was down there. It depends
2: on which area you're in. In okay. Texas, like,
0: if the city has recently oh, run okay, out their right. Walmart... I was I was on the roads. That's the part of the city. That yeah,
2: so on the <laughs> roads, or places where Walmart has evacuated. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Those are also the, the bad places.
0: Yeah, every time I used my blinker, I had someone do that, where they got over into the lane. If there was an opportunity for them to, they, like, sped up i like, I'm going to change lanes, turn on blinker. And then they just like floor it to get up into that space. I don't know. Is there like, are you guys down there? Are you doing like a competition to? Yeah, you get a,
2: it's, it's really more of a bingo situation. It's, um
0: It's you get a free fill up at Bucky's. If you get hit by another car, bike <laughs> <laughs> free tank of gas. Yeah, bingo thing. <laughs> you got a,
2: you get a free square if you if you cut someone off from behind. It's it takes a lot of skill to do it. So people are always trying to.
0: Yeah, I don't the understand BM, it. I, I agree with the BMW op- observation. And this is meant to offend BMW drivers. If you're if you're listening, just so we're clear, I don't want to I don't want to mislead. <laughs> you can be a different breed of BMW driver. That's right. My cousin drives. Well, Susie's cousin technically drives a BMW, and I gotta say, he's exactly what you're describing on the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought I was gonna go a different direction? Yeah, I thought then. you were
2: gonna say he was a different breed, but no, he is.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm offended. Okay, that's all I wanted. Okay. All right, let's take a quick break then. All right, cue the outro music. Thank you, listeners, okay, for listening. It up. I'm loading it. It's going to take a sec here. Uh,
1: Wait, but I, I wanted to give legal advice. Oh, we'll have to save that
2: for next time. Oh,
1: man. Okay. You won't um,
2: believe what happens next time on this yeah.
1: next episode. Tune in for legal and professional advice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. After That'd the disclaimer. It's a it's a weird trick yeah. to get you to listen again. You won't
2: believe number six.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and there's only five.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. So the winner um, is the listener? <laughs> oh wow! Which listener? They, they, uh, they, oh yeah, nope, just the listener. Oh, I thought it'd be mom. Hi, mom. That mom, mom is the listener. Um, thank you for listening. Please rate, review us. Find us online at brothertimepod.com. Po- oh, I didn't say that right. Brothertimepod.com.
1: Brothertimepod.com.